Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, folks, and welcome to Rampage Rants on Tuesday Night Turmoil. Okay, um, Sean, I think Steve explain the 10 bell, please. Okay, all right, who's, who's area code 401? That's, I think that's Johnny. Okay. I'm... Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm having issues. I'm not seeing every. Okay. I don't. I think. Yeah. Somebody in my. May have to. Okay. And Sean Strauss. I'm just filling out the, the board. Right. That's all. Okay. Right. Um. Gotta label the board, you know. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Just... Okay. What's Sean saying? Okay, hold on. I'll be there yes. when I can. It's PC yes. just booted. Yeah. Um, yeah, just rebooted, yeah. Thanks, thanks Crimey. Okay, there you are. Okay, I see. All right, now I see you. I see, yeah, okay. I see them. Okay, so that's, so All that's right. good. Um, so, um, me. Okay, I don't even. I couldn't even tell you. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll tell you, I'm gonna type in our chat and see what the ten bells was for. I I I will pull. I think I've got it here. Um, I just have I'll to. I'll ask anyone. Might be able to get a quick response. Mm. Excuse me. Oh. Crimey, why does it matter what the topic is? You know it always gets hot and heavy here, so just call in, shithead. <laughs> it's true. But I don't like dead air. Dead air makes me 
Mickey yeah. Diaz. Uh, okay, independent, independent wrestler uh, Tony Cicero. Tony Cicero passed away. Oh, uh, I'm not sure who that is, but sad. Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Got a loud fan. Sean's here. I can tell the fan. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I'm here. Step away from the fan. I can't step away from the fan. It's the computer fan. Well, it, it sounds like you're at a salon getting your get hair set. A new, get, a, get a new fan in that computer. That's ridiculous. Either that or clean it. Yeah, I'll take, some, anyway, take some of that, welcome, uh, spray, that uh, spray thing and clean out your computer. I don't even. Yeah. I still don't even see him at mine. I'm. I may have to. All right. Yeah. Okay. All and right. He's area code two one seven. Crimey. So okay. Oh, Crimey. Be on the air. I mean. Hi, honey. I didn't like no air. It's been a long. I mean, I'm exhausted today. It's like I didn't. Aww. I a little while and just not call in, but. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm desperately yeah. needed for something. Oh, well, yes, we're just you can always so, listen and call back desperate. if we need to. But what's going on? No, I don't know yet. I just got here. Okay. Uh, just got call you. back when we need you, crime fighter. <laughs> just. Yeah. Okay. I mean, stay on and listen. That's y'all. That's cool. Yeah. Or just, I don't care. Stay. Well, whatever. Oof. It dropped him. Okay. I don't know if I, I accidentally right. did it or something. But we're going to talk about how bad Raw was. That's what I want to kick oh, off how with bad tonight. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raw All you have to do yeah. is look at those look at those pictures that were taken during Raw last Empty night. Empty seats. Empty seats everywhere. Like, wow. Yes. Isn't this the second week in a row that there's been, like, empty seats everywhere? Uh, I'm, I I'm think Somebody so. correct me I if I'm wrong so. on that, but I, I want to say this is the second well. week in I want to say this is the second week in a row where there's been empty seats. And callers will get to you in a little while. You know how this yeah. goes by now. And, yeah, callers right. will get to you in, right. little, in a little while. Oh, um, but guys, part of our part of our long national nightmare may be over. Because oh. as as I was setting this up today, news broke that okay. Alexa Bliss has been cleared to return to the ring. Okay. Yay. So, you know Which what? Means that is we won't news. have to put up with those with that with those stupid open forum segments. Walk away from your computer. Walk away from your computer. Um, Steve, would you go screen that caller, please? I can't. I'm I'm having issues I'm, you know with what? the I'm gone. visual in the studio. Got Katie's got it. I got it. No worries. I'm coming for you, caller. Boy, that sounds um, like a threat. Well, it could be, depending on who it is. It's a 773 area code, and you know what that means. Yeah, that could be. So, that's all um, right. Can't handle it if it's, if it's an issue. Um, so, we will uh, find out who that is and take care of it. And, uh, yes, uh, Alexa Bliss is cleared to compete. And 
Uh, it's going to be a great thing to get rid of the authority. Um, Steve, we're going to switch horses here because we've got somebody here that uh, we want to talk about. Uh, with ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the urban sensation, C Red. What's going on? Hey, buddy, how you doing, man? Long time no talk. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss your smiling face, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, at least somebody misses my smiling face. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, C Red is here. We're going to talk a little bit about an upcoming event coming to the Illinois Valley on Saturday night, June the 1st. It's RWF Rebellion Rising at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. And it will feature uh, the main event, Diamond Steel against Filth King Brubaker. And we've got Marche Rocket, which is C-Red, uh, will be in his corner that night as Marche Rocket takes on Jimmy Carrot. That's not the only reason C-Red's going to be in the house that night. C-Red is also being it's inducted not- into the icons of the Illinois Valley. And, uh, no, I'm still uh, taken aback by this. And uh, again, thank you. Oh my goodness, brother! Hey, you, huge honor. you are one of the most, uh, at times, one of the most controversial managers we ever saw down here. But uh, it's, it's like I put now, in my why post. Why did you say that? <laughs> Seriously. I put one guy in a truck. We, we go get fired. We go get him. fired. <laughs> Willie, you know. Willie, Willie, gee, dear, why did you why did you spray all that Cope Kate Cobra into the ring? We go get fired. Because <laughs> it was true. I mean, you know. <laughs> Some people don't like uh, 40 ounces of beer spread in their uh, in they ring. You know, I mean, just, just say. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, your work with the Urban Freebirds uh, led them to championship gold, and you returned to the area. That was for Wicked Wrestling Alliance. You returned to the area in 2009 for Dreamwave Wrestling and led damn near everybody that uh, they put you with in Dreamwave to championship gold. So in my book, in Steve Kane's book, in the rest of the board of directors' book, you deserve the honor of going into the icons of the Illinois Valley for being the one of the area's uh, most legendary managers. Uh, it's kind of like yeah. I told you when we talked, the only one that comes to my mind that uh, would also uh, deserve this induction as the manager is Aaron. And Aaron has left the business. Um, but that's that's it. I mean, you and Aaron were, were the two top managers this area ever saw. And that was it. Uh, besides the guy that uh, worked here in the 90s that Steve might remember. I don't know if he was with Powerhouse when you were still there or not, Steve. Uh, Yamamo- Yammer. Oh, Yammer, yeah. Oh, of course. Absolutely, yes. Yammer was around when I first, uh, uh, when I first began over there. Uh, but Yammer is another one that sticks out, another legendary manager here. There's not a lot of them that have passed through here. Um, I would say that Nikki Mayday, I think that's what she goes by still, 
uh, is another one that deserves the honor. Uh, but I don't know that she's doing anything anymore. I haven't heard anything or seen anything about her in the longest time. So we had to go with people that we knew were still active in the business or in the case of Stan and Curtis Wilde, uh, Sin's retired, but we'll be giving him the honor. And in Curtis Wilde's case, uh, he made a big comeback to wrestling a couple years ago and has been hitting the ground running ever since down in central and southern Illinois. So we had to go with who we knew uh, would be best for the honor. And our first three inductees were um, Cowboy Bob Orton Jr., Freight Train Jonas, and Jonas the Giant. Uh, Jonas the Giant and Freight Train started down here. They trained down here. They were two homegrown big guys. And, uh, you know, this is a Hall of Fame all about honoring the men and women that have paved the way for this business to be here for the last 25 years. And that's what a lot of people don't realize, he read, is wrestling has been a part of this area on the indie scene for the last 25 years. And I don't think there's anywhere else in Illinois that has that kind of history. Because there's certainly not a Fed in Chicago that's been running the last 25 years. The, the longest running no. company that was in Chicago was Windy City, and they're gone. Yeah, I mean, they might be one company uh, that's uh, close to 20, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm... I, uh, just me being me, uh, down, you guys have the most genuine fans in the world. And, I agree. Uh, yeah. I say that uh, with all sincerity, um, and here's why I love working down there. Um, they... As long as you entertain and you do what you're supposed to do, they don't care if you're baby, heel, tweener, they don't care. Uh-huh. If, if you put on a great show, they support you, period. And right. the thing Absolutely. that I found out, which was crazy, is I had more fans from downstate reach out to me when my father passed three years ago, checking on me to see if I was okay. Good. Now, let's look at this from the standpoint of I'm just a guy, and I come to your city, your town, once a month. Right. You you know me only as my character. Right. But you see me on social media, and... When you hear or you read about my father's past, you reach out with all sincerity. And that blew me away. That I've known other people in the city that, I, you know, that, oh, your father passed? Yeah, six months ago. Oh, wow, I didn't know, you know. And it's nothing that they should, you know, I'm not, you know, you don't have to suck up to me and all this, that, and the other. Because really, I'm nobody. But the people down there reached out and just let me know, hey, we're here with you. We're praying for you. We love you. We support you. Whatever you need. And that, like, blew my mind away. Like, wow. So, uh, 
you guys and Illinois Valley have a special place in my heart always. Mm. Uh, besides all well, the thanks, time you, you, you guys give me the business. So, uh, you know, so when I'm uh, crap or acting like a piece of crap, you guys let me know. So, uh, so again, to the board of directors uh, and everybody, again, this is one. This is the most uh, humbling yet exciting time uh, for me uh, because I never thought I would receive an honor like this. So, again, thank you. Thank you, Red, for being a part of it. Yeah. This is going to feature some great matches. Jimmy Carrot, one-on-one with Marche Rocket with C-Red in his corner. Now, Marche has met Jimmy Carrot in the past down in Springfield, Illinois. I am told that this was an exciting matchup, and I expect great things out of this match uh, on June 1st. I know Marche is going to bring his A-game. Jimmy Carrot's going to bring his. C-Red will bring all of his color, and we'll have a good old time. Oh, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm, you know what I'm looking forward to more than that match? It's seeing faces in people I haven't seen in a while. I'm just going to be honest. Steve, I know you're going to be there, and I haven't seen you yep. in a couple of years. Yep. Stop. yep. I haven't seen since you my last in match. A, right. You know, I haven't seen Sean in what, probably four or five years now, Sean? Something Six like years. That. Six years, see? So I mean, I haven't seen seeing in oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I haven't seen and and these are here here's the thing. I'm one of those people that I enjoy the locker room. So when I'm in a locker room with, with somebody and I get to know them, I like to be around the people, and the boys and girls in the back. So, again, for me, that's where the energy and the excitement comes from. So just to see uh, the people, uh, again, you've got – uh, the Phil King on there, uh, I haven't seen him in a couple of months. But then you've got the Axemen. And uh, I haven't seen Mark Houston in probably eight years. Wow. And the last time I mm. saw Mark Houston, uh, I beat him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm just saying, I pinned him. You know, uh, you know. Uh, who else my, do we have on this lineup? Uh, Diamond Steel. I don't know if you've ever worked with him, but uh, Ryan Howe. I worked uh, one show with him. I have. He's, he's a cool guy. Love him to death. Uh, always a superstar. Uh, we got the X Men. We got contr- uh, going against Controlled Chaos. We got wow. Frank Wyatt going against uh, a new guy from Iowa by the name of Tyler Jones. We got Brandon Espinosa that'll be there. Um, we got some of our locals that'll be there. Tyler Bodine, Pontiac's own the coach, Nick Melvin. Uh, the Brute Crew, Kurt Alexander and Rowan Holmes. Second generation star, Cody Jones. And who, forget, who could forget, forget we're bringing women's wrestling to Pontiac when Lainey Luck does battle with Paloma Stars? That feels better. 
Oh, yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. So this is a great lineup from Top Yes. But don't tell, but don't, don't, don't tell a boyfriend I said that. Please, please. I don't feel like fighting. I don't feel like getting into a fight. Hey, you listen, so yeah, I think you already did. Can y'all edit that part out, like, like super quick? Can you like cut it out or something? Yeah. Not till, I mean, not until until afterwards, man. I mean, <laughs> right now you right now you screwed. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, so this is all going down Saturday night, June first, at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. It's RWF Rebellion Rising, and uh, it's going to be a huge night. Tickets are on sale now. You can get them at Facebook.com/backslashRWFPro. All the info is there for tickets and much more. Uh, C-Red will be in the house. Now we've got to turn the tables on C-Red a little bit here. <laughs> do what is what? your problem, you do what? we got to turn the tables. we got to turn the tables on C-Red. we got to ask him because, you know, he's he's a knowledgeable guy. We asked this question last week uh, to everybody that called in. WWE is asking fans what can they do to fix their current product. C-Red, as somebody that's in the business, did what you do you just think? Ask w- me that question. Yes, <laughs> did I did. You just ask me that question. <laughs> fire the re- uh, writers, please fire the writers. I, Amen. I, I, it's funny that you said. It, it's funny you asked that question because I was asked that question somewhat last Get rid night of on, a, on another podcast uh, that I did, and here's oh, my man. thing. You can't hire Hollywood writers to come in and write what we do. And these people have no clue who we are, what we do, how we do it. You know, it's almost like you try to take a TV show script and just add wrestling. It it, it doesn't work. This isn't oatmeal. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Mix and stir It just doesn't work And I, I again As somebody that has followed The product Since I was oh my god Seven It sucks horrible Now let's be honest again The buck stops with Vince And Vince at some point has to Realize Vince You're old stop it <laughs> let let somebody I mean he always says he has the pulse of the fans. No, you don't. And here's if anybody paid attention, I don't know if you paid attention two weeks ago. Raw is supposed to be or WWE is supposed to be family friendly. But I understand it's a show, but I was offended that here's a guy he takes somebody else's robe, goes to the bathroom, and then he urinates on it. Now, that's not major, but guess what? We're a family-friendly show. If I had my grandson watch it, I wouldn't want him to watch that. Mm-mm. Now, if the product was all attitude error, then I would expect it. But you can't say, 
we're family friendly. And but now this guy just takes uh somebody's uh robe and more or less takes a piss on. I got like, one better on than more or less. He I got, did take I a piss on it. No more or less about it. I got one better for you than that, Red. There was a guy that has uh, bought the rights to Powerhouse Wrestling. He's running under Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. They ran their first show, all ages, outside of a titty club and an adult film store. I shit you not. With a glory hole present. You know, sticky sticky floors and dildos and, you know. I didn't speak on that. (laughs) I can't speak on that. I can't uh, speak on that. <laughs> well, but I, it's the okay. truth. I mean, how okay. do you run all ages in that kind of Here. environment and think that everybody's going to bring their family? Oh, it's fun for the Here. entire family. Now, okay, so can, can I say something? Yeah. Can, can I say something? I was on that show. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so That's my first no, comment. But here, here's what I want you to get from me. Okay. Understand. Okay, I got the directions in my GPS, and my GPS told me to get off and make a right. So uh-huh. I oh my do. God. And I'm noticing that I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be, you know, at a carnival or because all this land, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, something. So finally, you know. My uh, brain kicks in and looks at the numbers on the side of the road. Say, "Oh, I'm going the wrong way. I need to turn around." I uh-huh. turn around and I'm driving, and I go over the interstate, and I'm like, "Oh, I must be coming close." And then I see this giant X X X. I feel, oh man. Now, Steve knows me very well. Yes. Steve knows my beliefs. Yes. yes. Steve knows my faith. Mm-hmm. As soon as I pulled up, I'm like, where am I? And when I realized where I was, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I don't blame you, Red. I don't. I don't blame you one bit. I was in Jackson West. And 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 we warned people about this event because we were very up. We were very vocal about it. I said, "This is not the oh, place." Yeah. I have an niece and nephew that have, are young. That is not a kind of show that I would take them to. Nope. Would I take them to Dreamwave? Yes. Would I take them to AAW? Maybe, because uh, AAW is more an adult style of entertainment over Dreamwave, and we we both know that. So, you know, taking them to a show there? No, absolutely not. Um, what? And well, here was my thing again. It was his first show. I know the mm-hmm. guy. And right. Again, I don't mind working for anybody. You know, you know, if if you've never done me wrong, and you know, we're good. Right. <clears throat> but to mm-hmm. me, that was. That was taking your name to a whole new level as far right. as because I had to explain that. Like, I literally had to get on the phone and tell my significant other where I was. 
and I'm being honest, and not being henpecked or whatever you may want to call it, but it was a respect factor. And I didn't want any picture being taken and being put on the Internet and then me having to hear what's this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear you. Well, I mean, some women don't have a problem with it, you know, but for me, again, personally, it was just like, this is where, okay. And oh, <laughs> my. Like, wow, okay, all right. Just throw the baby out before the bad water. All right. That's how we did it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, how we felt, and I'm. Uh, it it sounds like you didn't get told up front where it was. A lot of the other people, like PL Myers, didn't get told. And then on top of that, the guy is trying to run with the AWA thing, and it's like, look, oh. like if your if your claim to fame is the AWA, which has been deader than a doornail since the '90s, then you're doing something wrong because he had he had good talent on that show. And it's like, no, wait a he, minute. Why are, why are you trying to use a – go ahead. But my my thing, again, my thing was, and this is just a problem, not with clearly downstate Illinois, but Illinois as a whole, one, too many things. That's just my personal belief. You can sneeze and run into a fan. Mm-hmm. And when it's that congested, everybody's product isn't going to be. You can't go to a AAW, Dreamways, um, Freelance. You can't go to these shows, uh, CSW, wherever. You can't go to top tier talent shows and then go to other shows thinking you're going to receive the same quality you get before from another company. Mm-hmm. Well, you and know. I, I'm glad you brought that up because there's going to be a lot of fans uh, here. Uh, as I've announced, there is not another wrestling show set for this area until April after this Saturday. Uh, and there won't be another one planned until June unless somebody else comes in and swoops in between now and then. June is us. April is Rumble, Rumble for the Kids, which is that annual benefit in Princeton every year that they do, uh, which, mm-hmm. surprisingly enough, they never booked C-Red on. <laughs> you know what? I, I, no, I've thought about it, but, again, a lot of times the dates don't add up, so it's like, you know, I'm a man of my word. If I'm booked somewhere, you know, I'm not going right. to cancel one booking to do another. One. Right, right, um, and I understand that. Um, it was just, a, it was just a little funny joke. Uh, they haven't booked C Red yet, but um, yeah, they'll be running. Hello. In, uh, they'll they'll be running Rumble for the kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're running. They're running in April in Princeton, and we'll be in June in. Uh, in uh, Pontiac, but and but you know what I love. You don't even remember what town the... we're in. Jeez, Sean. No, I was answering but, a message. But you know what I love the fact that 
you guys did. You guys are promoting your show six months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you know me, brother. I believe in my product. But how many people do that? Not enough. Every, how many companies do you hear when you go and say, hey, I'd like to work for you or this, that, and the other, and they say, oh, well, we're booked up for six months. Then where's the flyer for the person for those six months at? Right. Why aren't you promoting those shows? Like, mm-hmm. get them out so people know now. Here are the dates. I agree. Don't I go agree. anywhere else. Here we right. are. Right. Right. Well, and speaking of which, have you seen have you seen the uh, artwork of yours for that yet? Oh, of, of course. You know, like. You know, I go to sleep, you know, with the screen on and, you know, I cuddle it every night. And, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> back, back to the time. Back to the time. Goodbye. Goodbye, brother. Um, but with AEW leaving this Saturday, the area this Saturday, uh, Steve and yeah, I and the rest of our board of directors felt that it was important to get people talking about our show at AEW's last show. And it will happen. Because we've got we've got the main event out there. We've got all the other ta- uh, most of all the other talent announced, and uh, you know what better way for us to stick it to AAW than to go? Hey, we're going to have people talking about our next event at your last event. So, um, and you I can't what? help that. I, mean, I can't I help that. I don't. I don't knock AAW for going into LaSalle. But for me, LaSalle will forever be just wicked and drain wave. Right. That's just me. You right. know, I Yeah. As as a fan, I personally could see living in Chicago, oh, I'm going to drive all this way to see an AAW show and you're gonna run next week twenty minutes away from my house. So Right. Right. Just, well, and you know, uh, me, we're going to let Cranny kind of go ahead and join in on this, too. But the oh, other thing, with, a, the other thing well, with AEW, and we talked about this, is that they did not they did not pay attention to what was going on locally. Okay, what I mean by that is in two years, they never sent one press release to the paper. They never did anything for local expansion. They kind of um, detracted some of the Dreamwave fans because Dreamwave fans weren't accustomed to their style, and they never did anything to really attract new fans in the area by doing any heavier advertising to let anybody know that they were here. They tried to ride off the coattails of Dreamwave, which was fine. They created their own audience, and good for them for that. They're still selling out, and they'll sell out again Saturday. But it comes down to what they're spending on talent. The, the roster costs that they are spending here in LaSalle are what they would spend in Chicago, maybe more in Chicago, probably a lot more in Chicago. But they thought they could bring that style of show to LaSalle. The problem is LaSalle's median household income is not enough to be able to support a high ticket price that they could get in Chicago for that kind of show. You won't get $40 for a front row ticket here in LaSalle. It won't happen. Well, you, my personal opinion, 
I think where they lost the Dreamwave crowd, me personally, is these were guys and girls that you've seen, you could see outside of, you wouldn't see a lot of them outside of Dreamwave, but some of us, you would. And Dreamwave fans became our fans. Right. Like, they took to us. You know, uh, again, I know a young lady, she let uh, the guys, um, because she didn't want guys to go to the after party and then have to drive home. You know, right. so she would let them stay. You know, I mean, things like that. You got to know the fans. And the right. fans became family. Right. You know, I, I don't think that was happening at AAW. You know, I think it was She's just come on in. She's not? Wow. Now that's a shot. And that's what I'm saying. You know, it was Dreamwave when I started, I came in and was like, okay, where do I find my niche? Yeah, I'm with Marche, but how do I navigate LaSalle? After being in LaSalle before, and right. I don't think anybody had remembered that I had been in LaSalle already. You know, so this was a new group of fans. Right. And yet they took to me and they liked me. And again, it became family. <laughs> I I just don't see that being the case when AAW took over. No. And a lot of people have said that and that's why people have drove to companies like Freelance and CSW and even up to Funky Monkey and Sterling Rock Falls that took over for me when I was Funky running Sterling Rock Falls. Um, you know, they they travel up there because they want that kind of atmosphere, and they don't get that here. But what the fans of Dreamwave have to realize is you don't have to have a big name on every show for it to be successful. And I think that's, uh, I've said this before, I think that's one of the things that Dreamwave did wrong, um, because certainly, you know, yes, they had sponsors and everything, but when you're bringing in, let's say, on average, a $1,500 name every month, it gets costly. And I congratulate Jay Russell for being able to do it. But I, I, me personally and Steve Kane's feelings personally were they spoiled the fans because it made it hard like the little guy, for the little guy like me that didn't have all these big names on our shows to come in and draw. When we came here in 2016, we had 160 people in a snowstorm. Okay? I'll take it. But it could have been a lot more than that. But fans got used to the fact of if we go to Dreamwave every month, we'll see so-and-so. You can't have that in an area that can't support it. And at the time, Dreamwave could support it, but it can't be supported anymore. I think an AAW got away from bringing in the name every month model for a reason because they didn't think it was working. I think the last name they had here, one of the last names they had here was Bob Holly. And that went horribly wrong because I guess Bob shot on the guy from Mexico that they had in. Wow. Well, I mean, Steve knows. Uh, Steve knows I'm born. There, I got. Uh, I'll take a line from a, a a friend of mine. 
I'm born and bred. I'm Windsor City born, and uh, I'll die Windsor City. And the one thing uh, we didn't do unless uh, it was an outside show, uh, which was bought and paid for, the only time you saw a name on our show was Belt. That was it. The regular shows mm-hmm. were all the boys. It was the boys yep. in the locker room busting their butts. We were the we were the stars. Right. That, and that's the way it should be. And I think and I agree. Now again, every now and then if if, if you got a little extra money and you can afford to bring somebody in, then if if it's going to draw. Right. But here's the problem. Yep. We exactly. bring in the same people that this company brought them in last month. So we're going to bring them in this month. Or they're in town for this show. So we're going to piggyback off of them and get him to come to our show. And why? That, that, because you still have to pay that guy whatever he's asking. So, yeah, he might go to company <laughs> A. And, yeah, they're bringing him in and... <laughs> Okay, but that's a Saturday night, so you decide to run on a Sunday afternoon, and now, yeah, your cost is, is, is cheaper. But guess what? Why 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 is it that money going back either in the company or to the board? Hey, wow, and that's that's something that has not been said a lot that needs to be said more often. Could you repeat that one more time for us, C Red? Again, when when certain companies um, decide to bring in talent, again, it's not a bad thing. Or outside talent, former stars uh, from WWE, WCW, ECW, wherever. It's it's not a bad thing. But if you make a little extra money, you know, you could have had a show where you thought, okay, we're only going to draw 50 people. And you might have drew three hundred, right? Okay, well that's two hundred and fifty extra people that you got in the door. Great. So instead of next month bringing in a name, how about either putting the money back in the company? Uh, that way, uh, maybe you can get uh, new padding for the ring, or new ropes for the ring. Right. Or how about Give a give some extra to the board, right? Because we're the ones out there busting our butt. And I, I'll tell you one thing: I worked one show for one company, and they did that. The show was they it exceeded their expectations, and when they passed out the envelope, everybody was looking like. Huh? This is is more than what you said you would give me. Right. And he said, we did well. So I'm going to give back to the boys where it belongs. But most companies don't do that. The promoter either pockets the money, uh, buys a new car, (laughs) buys some new clothes, I don't know, know, takes his girlfriend out one night, his wife out the next, I don't know. Um, (laughs) 
But the point is the money's not being put into that back into the boys, which are the ones that are busting their ass to make the money to begin with. See, every every promoter thinks every promoter thinks it hinges on them to be able to bring the money in and what they fail to realize is it's their product that brings the money in. Not the amount of the advertising they do. It's the quality of the product. Well, I think advertising does, but I think we're in we're in a time where again, I haven't been down there with you guys in a while. So Right. I can't speak for down there. Up here, most people it's Facebook. You get the flyer, you you share it and and that's what you know, hey guys, can you share the flyer? Right. Again, I'm from Windy City. Guess what we had to do? We had to well, the pavement, baby. We had to, oh, wherever yes. that show was going to be, we had to go into that neighborhood and make sure people knew it was a show coming that was going to be there. But most people now, it's social media. Hey, here's the show. Now, the problem is, and I just talked about this <coughs> last week doing the show, I said, if I work four Saturdays a month and I put up four different flyers and I want my family and friends to come, they're not coming to all four shows. Hell, they ain't coming to none because they done been to shows before. But, again, to get a new person in the door, if they see a flyer here and then a flyer the next week and then another flyer the next week and the week after that, they're going to be like, man, well, I'll just wait till I can go to the closest one or the cheapest one. You know, so promoting some promoters, not all, but some promoters have gotten away from doing just that, promoting. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, again, you guys have already started on – is that a vacuum cleaner? Somebody vacuum? Um, no, that's my computer to... fan. Sorry. Yeah, I, I know. I gotta hey, take man. that damn thing apart it, and clean some... it. It's getting bad again. It sounds some, like something different to everybody. To me, it yeah, it, a vacuum cleaner. It sounds like all like all kinds of different I things, just, man. I, I I just wanted to make sure, like, I wouldn't interrupt nobody's cleaning or something. You know. <laughs> um, uh, Crime Fighter, you've been on the line here. Why don't you go ahead and chime in, and we'll take it from there. Thank you, finally. Uh, where do I start? There's been so much covered over the last five, ten minutes I've been listening. We'll start with the very last thing you said. Flyering. It would be nice if I get some help fly- hanging up the flyers instead of having to run all over the city or countryside because mm-hmm. it takes several hours. And, of course, if you, what every promoter should do is keep track on a map where they hang the flyers. So whoever they have helping them hang flyers will have an easier time hitting all those places because they have an X marks the spot map to hit all those places all once. Then you only have to worry about discovering new places to find a bulletin board. And the other thing is people have been wanting to replace the paper flyer forever because it is a drag to run around every few weeks to hang flyers, to hang, I don't know, how many doggone flyers 
all over the place. But social media, yes, it's convenient, but it's going to be splintering a lot more considering all the scandals have hit Facebook and Twitter. Uh, see, cable advertising. A lot of people want to advertise on Raw, Raw and SmackDown, their next wrestling show. Well, it's good for if you're advertising on a cable company, and most people in the city use cable, but the number of people cutting the cord is increasing, and it will continue to increase. And how is that cable advertising going to go to somebody who watches WWE programming on, I guess, streaming media instead of an actual cable uh, channel? Yeah, um, I that use light. myself. Myself, I use an Android box. Yeah. That's what and I use. That cable advertising is not going to doesn't hit me. And people with a satellite dish like DirecTV. Right. Uh-huh. It doesn't hit everybody. How that works. If it, it doesn't hit them. Uh, you've got to contact DirecTV and uh, Dish Network and do advertising through them. And it's even yeah, more expensive than cable, and it's a pain in the ass. It's uh, all separate bills, apparently. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And radio advertising never ever worked for anyone other than WWE. Wrestling fans, and it barely even works for them at this point. I'm yeah, going to be honest. I'm going to be honest not. with them. I mean, satellite XM radio's taken over anyway, but even well before satellite radio came in to vogue. Radio advertising I mean, I, never worked for wrestling, period. No. I, I did it. I tried it for WrestleWorks 3, and it backfired. I mean, it, it does not work. I've seen yeah. it work in the past, but we're talking late 90s, early 2000s, that shit worked. It don't work today. In Chicago, it would it work? Yeah. Another one. In, Chi- in Chicago, I think are more expensive than, and, than uh, the cable ads and even the radio oh. ads. Right. And the number of people looking at a newspaper has been steadily decreasing with, well, digital media. That's correct. Yeah. So everybody has to fall back on the paper flyer. <laughs> now you person. can still buy a billboard. My father. My bucks. father still. My father still buys a paper every day. He doesn't really have a computer. He doesn't want one. There's some that will still. Use the uh, the tried and true, the yeah. traditional way, but yeah. the younger generation, they're not going to buy a newspaper. No, it's a Black Friday ads, but that's it. Well, and that's just it. And, but people don't understand that you have to try to work with the radio station. They can't be your enemy if they're willing to give you time five hundred dollars worth of ads for two hundred bucks. And you've got a bigger show coming up, and you've got the money to spend or the sponsorship money to spend, go ahead and do it. But on a show that's only going to seat, for instance, our show in Pontiac is only going to seat 230 people. There's no way I'm doing radio ads. No, would, you're better off advertising on Ron SmackDown. Right, and doing paid Facebook ads. Because you can target what people fail to realize about the paid Facebook ads is you can target exactly who you want to hit with those. I don't know if Red knows anything about these or not. Steve Kane and I have done our research. I am not sold on Facebook ads at all. 
I doubt they've um, given credit for it. I, and plus, that's part of the, that's one of the scandals that have been hitting Facebook is the Facebook advertising didn't exactly work as they claimed it did. I did not uh, in, see that. And they've gotten in big trouble with the feds. Send that uh, article to me or Steve because we had not seen that, but. We are anticipating doing some paid Facebook ads for June, as long as it's not a total scam like you say it is, because if it is, I won't spend my money there. It doesn't. Um, it just doesn't work the way they claim it does. I mean, yeah, I, just, I don't I trust could, them. Could, algorithms are... Algorithms, eh? Yeah, alg- Facebook is run by algorithms. What you see in your feed is determined by an algorithm. Same with Twitter. I don't trust them, and they have been abused. I mean, the guys who program these algorithms, these algorithms are tyrannical. They're not objective. They're tyrannical, and that's why a lot of why they've been facing a lot of heat from a number of governments throughout the world, and they've been getting very heavy scrutiny. And it's not going to subside, and it may end up that the government is having direct involvement in how those companies are run, if they're not careful, because of how uh, one-sided those places have been run. And yes, Sean, net neutrality would not have fixed it. I won't say anything about that. We're just going to leave that subject alone. No, no uh, net neutrality talk. Well, let me hit all the other stuff that was said. That's fine. Okay, Go ahead. get it, get it. Let me just, let's see. The AAW, Dreamwave, and I didn't, I don't always, I don't agree that Dreamwave was Severely damaged because they brought in a guest every month. Dreamwave was that type of company that were in that perfect spot where they were getting traffic from the Quad Cities, Peoria, Bloomington, Rockford, Chicago. They were all coming down, coming in on I-80 and I-39 to come see Dreamwave. They're going out of their way to see Dreamwave. Right. I mean, there's a and they had no. Major problem filling that building up. Right. My biggest gripe with Dreamways is they needed a bigger venue and to try to top four digits in attendance. That's what they really should have done. But yes, and I no, agree with you on that. But uh, no uh, venues, other venues in LaSalle that sell alcohol, and apparently the um, the bar uh, was a big selling point too. Uh, I'm sure it was wrestling, wrestling and booze here in LaSalle or the Illinois Valley. <laughs> all, all around has been a big too. thing. Here too. The uh, environment yeah. was perfect, and the um, and a lot of people have told me the venue also was half of what Dreamwave was. That they couldn't do it anywhere else other than that venue. So the atmosphere. Go ahead. I don't know why it wasn't as effective for AEW. I only managed to get up there for one event. Um, well, 
And that's actually this year I finally got up there to see a AEW show because it's a bit of a drive for me to go up there to LaSalle, right. and I had to worry about stuff closer to home. Right. I mean, uh, now go I ahead. I mean, a number of shows I attend a year too, because right. I had been because one year I top I hit sixty two shows for the year. Yeah, you were saying. Meyer, my colleague at St. Louis Wrestling Community, he I think he's top three digits multiple years in a row. Awesome. That dedicated. I'm dedicated, but not that dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add, Crime Fighter? Oh, gosh. What else was covered in this last 15 minutes or so? Uh, something, about power, something about Powerhouse. Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. Oh, yes. They're Running at a running outside an adult uh, club was pretty extreme. All right, that was my quote on my television show PWCI this week. Uh-huh. One of my <laughs> the episodes. What yeah. else did you cover? Uh, I think that was about it. We broke down Rebellion Rising. We talked. Uh, C Red said that. You know, if a promoter makes more money than what they expect on a show, they should pay the boys a little bit more, and not a lot of promoters do that. And I Assuming thought that was a very good point. And rack up a lot of um, deficit in the prior shows before it, because I know how that is. <laughs> promoters run up deficits in prior shows. Maybe they have to cover an insurance payment. Maybe they have to cover um, building rental. Like they're trying to make a I mean, if they make extra money on one show, they're probably going to have to throw that in the bank and hold on to it in case their next show doesn't do as well as the previous show or they took a bath on a previous show and they're just trying to make up the deficit from it. There's right. multiple reasons. I mean, right. yeah, it would be and, nice and to I, draw and I agree. 300 I agree. people every show, but... Oh, hold on a second. Right now... And I call it Federation Sprawl. And Z Red mentioned there are too many feds in Illinois. Just use, just put this in your back pocket. Federation Sprawl. Remember that term. That's what Illinois has had. And well, this is this Federation Sprawl has been an issue again lately. Well, actually, no. This has been happening since 2002 because the commission was abolished in 2001. And ever since about 2002, there's been nothing but an influx of promotions to come and go throughout Illinois. Well, there was a time where the number of promotions operating did drop a significant amount, and we weren't having a promotion in every little town, every, well, let's say major town in city in uh, Illinois. But now... Yeah, go ahead. in Central Illinois. Right. Go ahead, Cranny. Or go ahead, C Red. You were gonna say something. No, I was just saying, uh, with Crime again, I agree. Again, that's why I said again, if you have the money, again, then either invest it back into the company or if you're all caught up and everything is, is fine. Again, it doesn't hurt to put five extra dollars in a guy's envelope. Yeah. And it's a huge huge token of gratitude. 
Like, you don't understand. And, and you're going to have happier workers that are going to be willing to come and do anything for you the next month. Because you've appreciated that token of gratitude. And we've done this in the past. There's been wrestlers that I've, uh, I've thrown extra to. Uh, matter of fact, there was a show that was backed by a guy in November of 2009, and I handed him the money at the end of the night, and he, came, he gave me a funny look. I said, did you walk into this expecting not to come home with anything? I said, it's not the way I do business. I said, here's what we made tonight. You invested. You wanted to buy into one of my shows. You bought in. Here's what we made back. And the guy was in total awe. It shocked me. The guy was in total awe. But that's the way we take care of things. If there's extra money, I will put an extra $5 in guys' envelopes. I'm not opposed to that. Because it's a huge token of gratitude, and it keeps a happy roster. And if you have a happy locker room, they're going to go out and do more for you. They're going to go out and work harder for you. They're going to go out and promote harder for you. If you keep that locker room happy and like a family, everything runs smooth as butter. And some um, of the gate ends up being this. put into advertising anyway. It's basically you have to have some money to buy the flyers, print the flyers, Buy the TV well, commercials and, and, and whatever other you advertising you use. You have to pay somebody to design the flyer, okay? All Unless the you're a graphics is, designer and you have that time. Yeah. I mean, you have to. And see, promoters think that it's a huge problem to pay somebody. The guy that I found to do all of our graphics from here on out for RWF, he's everything that I'm getting is less than 100 bucks. Where else are you going to find that quality of work that's going to look that clean, that professional, and be everything you want it to be, eye-popping and appealing for that kind of money? Because I tell you, I talked to several people that are in wrestling that do posters, and some of the quotes that I got were astronomical. This guy had done work for uh, Ryback and done work for uh, Jack Stane, who was a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, he does good work. So if you're looking for a graphics designer, hit us up on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com backslash Rampage Rants or Wrestling Authority Radio. We'd be more than happy to hook you up with this guy's info because you have to have a quality poster. And I had to learn that the hard way. I go back and look at some of my posters from when I started to what I have as posters now and my stomach turns. Yeah, the biggest problem I saw with the posters back then is the the wrestlers were being, I guess, shaped in. They were made much fatter or made much thinner. As they did not uh, proportionally size the wrestler in the graphic correctly. Right. Or you get a guy like Rex Gill who prints pictures out on his printer at home and you know, cuts them out and glues them on a piece of paper and calls that his flyer with handwritten info. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, um, I used to help run uh, Urban American Pro for uh, Windy City at one Uh point. Right. The best flyer we did uh, came from my uh, best friend who was a worker. So what we did was we would just we took some, and it was nothing major. We just took one picture, 
wrote in, uh, he wrote verses and then another picture. So you had like four matches on the front of the flyer. Right. But you had all the information, you know, the time and ticket prices, all of that. But right. the twist the flyer was the complete story to the show was on the back of the flyer. I wanted fans to know why they should cheer for one guy and hate somebody else. And not a lot of places where you can hang a double-sided poster because well, you know what? But the thing was, we and here's how I did it, which people like laughed at me. My daughters at the time were like young, so I got them in a van. And it was just daddy-daughter time, and we went to that neighborhood. They hit cars. They hit apartments. They hit the people on the street, They and they had a ball. And I did 500 flyers in less than two hours. Wow. And but you know, that's, a, that's a genius idea because uh, when I first went to IWA Mid-South, Ian had these sheets that he would give out when he ran Indiana, like Highlands. And okay. on the front, it would have your match listing for the night. On the back, it had all of his sponsorship logos and all of the information you needed to know that was leading into tonight's event. So if you had never been to IWA Mid-South before, you knew who the faces were, you knew who the heels were, you knew who to cheer, you knew who to boo, and you knew the stories behind it. Not many wrestling promotions do that anymore. Yes, it costs money to print a two-sided 8.5 by 11 piece of paper that's got your info on it. But it's You know how I printed it? I printed it to work. It's <laughs> print. Well, for handouts, I print quarter flyers, where you print four, four of the same graphic and then... Divided into four pieces. pieces of that works too. We did that. We did that. And, uh, and again, that works. But for me, but for me, I just wanted, especially that first show, I wanted a eight by whatever flyer. But again, because the graphics weren't all of that, but you saw the guys' faces, and you got all the information in the back. That was the most important part for me. And again. I bought a ream of paper for what two dollars. Took it to work. Yeah. Print, and it printed. Oh, I've got five hundred flyers. I did the same thing with the tickets. I didn't need uh, no. I didn't need numbers on my tickets, and no, this is the ticket. The date, the time. All right, there you go. All right, because what you gonna do with it? You gonna rip it? Give you gonna keep one half, give the other half to somebody else, or they just gonna give you the ticket and they come in. This is a waste of paper. It's a waste of money. So why not go the, huh? the economical route? And again, why spend all that money? I hear you there. Why why spend all that money? Why kill so many trees? I hear you. Yeah. And the hand exactly. out quarter flyers is after a WWE house show. 
Right. After the show is over, fans are leaving the arena. Have member of your team at every door handing out those quarter flyers. That is the best time to hand those out. Right. And you won't have management of the venue squawking at you because everybody's exiting the building. If you're doing it during the show, that's a no-no. Right. You can't do that. You can't do that at WWE. All right, we're going to take our song break, Cry Me and See Red If You Can. Stay with us. We'll be right back in about three minutes, and we'll we'll continue on forward with the rest of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back.
right, and we are back on Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am joined by my lovely co-hosts. Chaotic Katie. And you are the reason why? This show will never, ever, ever, could ever, never, never, ever, ever be a bag of dicks. And? And, um... I don't think he's back from taking... I don't think he's back from taking the dog for a walk yet. Okay, yesterday was my birthday. Um, I don't know what else you want from me. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Nope, the birthday song is not still in the soundboard, damn it. It's all good. It's okay. Uh, well, um... We're going to ask Crime Fighter to call back in and give us the rundown of this weekend's events. There's some good ones going on in central Illinois all over the place. Um, and I don't have the list in front of me right now, so I'll ask him to call back in and cover that for us. Uh, okay. We're going to go into our breaking Wait, hold on news. A second. The weekend's events or the week's events? Just the weekends? Just the weekends, because he's got the weekend rundown, at least for central southern Illinois. Um, For Central? We do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying on. to. I'm trying. I'm trying to type as as you as you say it. And yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go yeah. to some breaking news right now, though. Uh, and I was hoping Steve Kane would be back with us for this. <laughs> It seems the year of 2018 is not done taking people related to the wrestling world yet. Oh, I guess not. Oh, what, is what is that? Mother- whoa. Whoa. That was Steve. I, whoa. That was evil. That sounds worse than a squeaky door. Oh, my. Anyways. Uh, Steve, we're going we're gonna to bring you back here in about a minute. Um, we've got some sad news to report now coming from Santana Garrett. Okay. My dad wants to fight, but his body seems to be giving up. So sadly, these are his final days. I want him to know and feel we are thinking of him. So I'm asking all of you for your thoughts, prayers, and positive vibes. If you have one, post a photo or memory in which you have involving my dad. TNT Kenny G. Oh. He was diagnosed with lung cancer and had multiple major scares over the years. Had his lung removed and was cancer-free for three years. The cancer came back, and he is only remaining lung about, about a month ago, and now he is having many complications. His kidneys are oh, failing. Wow. He has blood clots and they are unable to perform surgery needed in order to treat the cancer. I'll take that. It's like my aunt. My aunt needed a liver transplant, and she had breast cancer at the same time, and so there wasn't much they could do. Steve, are you back with us? Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Did you hear all of that? No, I did not. I just heard the later part. 
Santana Garrett's dad uh, is in his final days. Oh, no. Poor Kenny. Oh, dear God. Yes. So we want to send our thoughts and well wishes to Santana Garrett and her family. Uh, At one time, Kenny G was slated to be on our Wednesday night show with Santana Garrett. Um, And I'm sad to hear about this. Uh, This was brought to me by a crime fighter. Uh, This is some devastating news because her father was always a big supporter of her. Uh, Even in her earlier days, when we first started talking about Santana Garrett, the first person we talked to was Kenny G. I remember. Okay, I remember Kenny G. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Um, Steve, why don't we talk about other breaking news while we're at it? Uh, yeah, the Kenny G was also okay, a promoter uh, in the St. Louis area. Hold on, he promoted hold on, uh, high voltage wrestling uh, yeah. years ago. Uh, right. And then he was a manager, I guess, a wrestling manager a number of times. Um, I don't, not fully. I think it was down in Florida, but not so much in the St. Louis area. Right. I don't, I'm not fully yeah, knowledgeable yeah. on his lore. All right, we're going to go to other breaking news now with Steve Kane. Oh, let's see here. Where do we, where do we want to start? Well, okay, we've, we've, kind of, we've kind of talked a little bit about this with, uh, with Raw from uh, last night. And uh, Raw drew one of its lowest ratings in years. In fact, I actually have the uh, numbers, although, oh, although they still finished within the top ten. Um, wow. They here's 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 how here's how it broke down. Uh, Monday Night Football, which of course always is going to get the most, wound up uh, top with 11.237 million viewers. Um, the Monday Night Kickoff Show beat Raw with 4.746 million viewers. The midnight edition of Sports Center beat Raw with oh 3.08 million viewers. Now, um, the uh, the set. Let's see here. The first the first hour of uh, let's see. Okay, no, I'm sorry. The second hour of Raw, uh, the nine Eastern hour of Raw finished fourth with 2.399 million viewers, followed by uh, Love and Hip Hop. And then um, the uh, 10 the, the uh, ten o'clock Eastern hour of Raw was sixth with 2.196 million viewers. And then seventh was the 8 p.m. Eastern, the, the first hour of Raw, with 2.62 million viewers. Um and then, and then, and then the rest of the then the rest of the top ten was routed out by Teen Mom, Monday Night Countdown, and Vanderpump Rules. Now, when those guys are getting the kind of viewers that you should be getting, you got a problem. Absolutely, you got a huge, huge problem. So. Um, well, right, considering so we'll the numbers ahead. that used to draw wrestling, 
Drew this Drew combined with the numbers of football Drew. Um Vince Vincent needs competition because they're sinking. They are sinking fast. Right. I'm gonna drink. Um Okay. And then um last night um in uh and Hall in in uh Tokyo the wrestler formerly known as Neville, now back to his okay. original name as Pac, defeated Masato Yoshino to win the Dragon's Gate Open the Dream Gate Championship. So nice. So yes. Yeah, so oh, okay. Adrian Neville. Adrian Neville. As he as he posted this on Twitter after one year of being banished from the wrestling business, <laughs> I am now a champion again. Yeah, all this wow. over all this. He lost all this because of Enzo. And mm-hmm. oh being the type of a guy he was tag team you haven't heard of in a long time. On Friday night, April 19th, 2019, the Godwins make their way to Cedar Lake, Indiana. Both of the Godwins, not just one, both. Okay. I don't even, I think one of them was Phoenix and the other one was Henry, Henry O. Godwin. Right? That's right, isn't it? Right. right. Uh, yeah, Phineas Henry. Right. Uh, they'll be in. They'll be in uh, Cedar Lake, Indiana, on Friday night, April nineteenth. And they'll also, I think, they've been added to the next Heroes and Legends card as well. So that's kind of interesting. I I would have never, you know, I got to give whoever came up with this credit because those are two that I would never would have thought of bringing back from an era that, you know, they they're actually going to be remembered for. This could actually yeah. draw a little bit. I'd rather they came back under their team, the, under their Tex Schlesinger and Shanghai Pierce personas, because they were <laughs> taken a little bit more seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It is what it is. Thank. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay, guys, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. themselves from justice and came to the ring in suits. Yeah. All right. Well, let's well let's go ahead. Um, and uh, now uh, when now uh, a couple of things that happened on uh, on Raw last night. Um, of course, uh, early on when uh, Ronda Rousey came out uh, against uh, Nia Jackson Tamina, and then Natty appeared and was uh, put through the table by the Riot Squad. That was in order to go ahead and write her off TV. She's going to be away, apparently, taking Natty? a little bit of a breather. Natty is, yes. Not surprised. So, she needs not it. Exactly, not exactly sure how long it's going to be um, and that. But, yeah, I mean, this is something that has been talked about numerous times, that, uh, these, that these people need a break and that and they don't and they don't normally get it time yeah she also needs time to grieve she really hasn't had that time you know exactly exactly that is that is true that is true and also um the match where rhino lost to now referee slater um what the hell rhino went out during during the break and he announced his retirement from wrestling. Oh. So, and and of course, I've I've talked about I've talked about many times how I uh, worked with Rhino before the uh, very last ECW, real ECW pay per view, and that um, you know, really nice guy, really really quiet, yeah, really late man. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Absolutely. We had we had absolutely. him on here about almost a month before he went back to the WWE. We had him on here. Absolute doll. Very passionate about the business. Very knowledgeable. Just a, and a, just a down right down to earth sweet guy. I enjoyed him. Yeah, I really um, did not like how they send him. They put him in a seventy like him. a seventy five second match. This is going to be your final career match. I expected uh-huh. final matches, final career matches should be something special, and this wasn't. Yeah, well, it is for his own remember, dignity. Remember, remember though, a lot more. He deserves remember a though, lot. Steve. Well, remember, Steve. This is a show that started out by. Doing the second time the open forum bit with Bailey and Sasha that flopped so huge the week before. Oh, it was bad. So they're like, yeah, and, yeah, oh, it was a big flop. Hey, let's do it again this week. Yeah, let's do it so, again. So ridiculous. So, so 75, 75 seconds to send Rhino off. Sorry to say. I'm not surprised. Okay. Now. I mean, and they let Elias sing every week. So. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah, but Elias is 
Elias is a is a baby face now, and uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's, I think it's eventually I think eventually is going to um, get rid of that uh, juvenile delinquent Leo Rush. So, oh God, Leo freaking use him as a toothpick, Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Say it. Um, Baron Corbin equals ratings death. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's why. That's oh, why. Wow. That's why we were. You know, that's why I know we were so happy to oh, get the news about Alexa Bliss because that means <coughs> that that pathetic little you know, weasel in charge of the women's angle is going to be dropped like a like a bad habit. Well, there's rumors um, flying around that she was going to eventually screw over Baron Corbin on behalf of uh, her uh, well, mixed, mixed challenge partner, Braun Strowman, help him win the match so she could be Joe Madger of the entire brand, just like right. Paige and Well, that, was, just, well, that was because, yeah, but, see, but, but, but here's the thing, though. That was when they weren't sure if let alone when she was coming back. It was a it, at that at that point it was a Brian Danielson type situation. Even but so. she's she's got the yeah. she's got the green light. So um, you know I I would I would fully expect to see something happen. I mean this this might be the time that they will go ahead and actually turn her because. They will they will do something to where she gets into it with Corbin, and then Corbin suddenly comes back with the doctor's report and says, "Oh, you're cleared. You're cleared. You're in the ring again. You're no longer you're no longer in charge of the women's division. Something like that." So, all right. Well, they got to do something. Well, anybody. Oh, for for anybody who ever uses the F word to describe our business, which I've talked about this numerous times. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on. You know better than that, Katie. Okay. No, I know it's not. I I see it and I correct it. (laughs) Chris Jericho just proved people wrong about how it could be. Okay, um, last night, Fozzie was in Regina, Saskatchewan. They were here this weekend as well. They were at the Rock Pile this weekend. Bernadette and my friend Jeremy went and saw them. So go ahead. They were okay. in Regina, Saskatchewan. Yes, right. And apparently a fan tried to get on board the bus, was turned down by security, but somehow ended up inside got into an altercation with a member of the crew, which resulted in a broken collarbone. And and so Jericho, in order to protect the band and the crew, speared this guy. Wow. The The guy somehow managed to get up from the spear and ran off and escaped 
everyone, including the cops. Wow. With a broken collarbone. Ouch. Ouch. Well, just because there's a broken collarbone involved, they didn't see whether it was the fan or the, you know, or the or the or the uh, crew member, but either. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. So that so that was that was. Um, you know, it's kind of like I don't know if he's a wrestling fan or if he's a rock fan. I mean, it kind of sounds like this could have happened with any any popular band in the country. Oh yeah. So okay, okay. Um, one of our one of our friends, Shane Strickland, who oh gosh was. Who was supposed to um, go ahead and sign with WWE, and was and apparently start in uh, January. That has been delayed. Oh shit! Be- yes, because apparently it could be delayed due to some unspecified issues with Shane's Lucha Underground contract, and oh. as. Yeah, and as in, and as many of you know, um, at uh, on on uh, Ultima Lucha Cuatro, um, in the in the match with the Son of Havoc, or he which he lost, he then unmasked. He identified himself as Jeremiah Strickland, and then and then um, left. And as and as he and as he left the and he left the temple, he was uh, met by uh, Dante Fox. They are Fox in full Marine uniform, and he said he was going to go away for a while. But <clears throat> no, that does not mean that there isn't footage that was shot. To possibly be uh, put in in a season four, so you know who knows on that. But for right now, um, he'll continue uh, fulfilling his uh, dates with uh, Major League Wrestling, hmm. which is uh, which is Court uh, Bowers' promotion. I thought you were so. going to bring up the Bleacher incident. I, I, I just realized that you're talking about that I, I mixed up a couple of names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you're thinking of Shane Mercer, but we do need to cover that because he picked up a section of bleachers and hit another guy with it at Resistance this past weekend, and he is in Sports Illustrated now. I want to know who approved that spot. I don't think the venue did. PWA show, I would have freaked because just out of fear of safety of the audience. Yeah. Because then we'd have to clear out a large section of fans so the bleachers could be taken into the ring, and also would the uh, owners of the gymnasium freak? That uh, 
section of their bleachers is being picked up and used as a weapon. I mean, mm. you can slam yeah. a guy on the bleachers, but oh, wow. drop those bleachers and it could gouge up the floor. Right. Yeah, picking up a set of bleachers and using them as a weapon. I've never seen anything like that before in my life, and he actually hurled them in the ring, too. Uh, on another picture video that I saw, he actually wow. hurled the damn thing in the ring. Um, yeah, that's very dangerous. Wow. How the hell? I would hate to be the security guard that's got to figure out how the hell to get that son of a bitch out of the ring. Well, I'll tell you that much. Tap, tap, several people helping. Yeah. I, I, oh, crew. Now yeah. it's not. Oh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I don't know if you saw that or not, well, but uh, that that no. was Mercer's latest stunt. He picked up a whole section of bleachers at resistance and spun them around like Terry Funk with a ladder, and then dropped them on the floor and threw them into the ring. And holy fuck! Okay, I, I mean the bleachers may not weigh that. that much, but still for a guy like Mercer, but it's bulky. And you have a large item that's heavy if you're just picking it up by itself. It's just that the weight distribution is such that it makes it harder to lug that thing around by yourself. Right. Well, and we know Mercer is a beast. He he worked for me for a reason. I'd like for him to work for me again. That's his call. I put the olive branch out there. Um, but... I mean, for him to pick up a set of bleachers and do that, my my first thought was what your thought was when I saw it. What the hell is the venue going to think of this? Good Lord, if we would have done that at the YMCA in Streeter, they would have had a conniption fit. They, that guy would have had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah, he would have a stroke. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, probably, I, mean the tra- I mean, the trash can freaked him out enough. It probably could have shut down the entire show at that very moment. It would have. They well could have. Yeah. Talk about that. I'll be right back. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, all right, going on. Um, well, the Bullet Club, the Elite, whatever you want to call these guys, um, mm-hmm. the everything that has been going on for them since All In is continuing to explode. Um, and uh, Kenny Omega is going to have a documentary about him that will be released on HBO. Oh, wow, eh? Okay. Yeah, HBO, which of course um, produced that fantastic Andre the Giant documentary which if you have not seen it number one I don't know how you could have not seen it so you've got to see it well hell okay. that thing's been out how long if you haven't seen that damn thing by now it's, uh, that's your own damn fault you've been living under a rock right, right. Well, it's, like the, it's, like ESPN's, it's like Rick Flair's uh, you can actually you can actually Katie get the uh, HBO Go app and even without an HBO subscription, you can you can watch it on there. All right, I find it on YouTube. Okay. 
Or find it on YouTube. Like, yes, find it on the YouTube. Right. Find it on right. YouTube. Um, it's like it's like it's like the Ric Flair thirty for thirty. Um, okay. But anyway, in in sometime early in 2019, on HBO, there will be a documentary on Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, I gotta I gotta drive it back to this. What a great way for what? A, how great would it be if at the end of that documentary he goes, "Oh, and by the way, you can all see me on such and such date in such and such town for All In Two." Yeah. Or well, or also um, the possibility. And um, and Cody Rhodes and Brandy were spotted this weekend in the booth of the owner of uh, of of um, one of the NFL teams with the uh, with the rumors that, of course, um, the American elite are. are Elite wrestling will be will be coming out, and uh, there have been some, there have been some copyrights that have been filed in Orlando. Copyright yes. requests that have been filed in Orlando over certain phrases, and that. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. Um, so you know, so this yeah so. So this thing may be happening sooner rather than later. Um, Robbie Strauss, the former, the former broman from TNA, which of course included our uh, our friend DJ Z. Um, he will be a contestant on. Dwayne Johnson's new gladiator-style competition, the Titan Games, which will be which will begin on January third on NBC. Yes. So, and this is and this is not and this is not Rob's first time doing something like this. Um, a lot of people might know. And remember that Robbie was also a part of CBS's The Amazing Race. Yes. But that was that was also that was also um, as part of a team that was designed to promote the TNA name. And of course, yep. Robbie's been uh, off uh, doing independence for the last uh, two to three years. So this is so this is a little bit so it's yeah so it's it's a little bit different vibe now, but he is he is going he is going for it. Um, uh, I want to get I've, I've got to get into this because this this because um, this raised this raised a lot of controversy on uh, wrestlingnewsource.com. Um, but uh, during a recent uh, WWE press conference in Manila in the Philippines, um, SmackDown Live superstar Xavier Woods spoke about his feelings regarding wrestling fans who complain about the product. 
and this is what he said. Oh, um, no. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly, Katie. Um, when people talk about the difference between the organization, not even organizations, between like NXT and the main roster. So when they say like, oh, man, TakeOver killed it, SummerSlam, this is going to suck. It's on the same company. Uh-huh. What is there to complain about? And then, like, you can watch New Japan. You can watch AAA. You can watch so much wrestling from all corners of the world. And it's all awesome, and it's all good. It's all different guys and girls portraying their form of the art that they love. They want to give to you. So anytime anyone complains about wrestling, it's so annoying to me because people come off as these, and this was his words, entitled infants. Because in reality, wrestling hurts so bad. And then we're hurting ourselves to entertain the masses. And sometimes the masses want to tell us how much it sucks. And believe me, on Wrestling News Source, there was a lot of backlash on that. Let me see here. Yeah, there's like there's like 40 different comments, and most of them were very negative. <laughs> as long as he's not... Go ahead. One of those guys who is a live walking Botchamania highlight reel. I mean, he, he's entitled to say that, but if he was somebody that was a terrible wrestler, botched everything, looked like he didn't belong in the ring saying that, then yeah, we'd be chewing his, chewing him out, well, out and, well, 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 hey. Steve, they already are. I mean, uh, I mean, no. I mean. One one uh, one commenter goes, "Okay, consequences, Creed," and then <laughs> another one, uh, and then another one talks about him banging Paige in the in the one video. Oh God! So yeah, so so yeah, so th- so so those comments were not well received. No, no, they shouldn't be. All right. Um, we're going to give you the weekend rundown real quick. <clears throat> this Saturday night in Springfield, Illinois, it is Pinfall Wrestling Association at the 8th Street Gym in Springfield, Illinois at 7 yep. o'clock p.m. There's going to be some great matches. Uh, you can check out their Facebook at facebook.com backslash PWA Springfield. Then goes for Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, SCW, Scott County Wrestling, Walcott, Iowa, this Saturday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Going to be some great matches there as well. Yeah. Uh, what and else do we is, have? And that is, and that, is uh, our, that is our folks from uh, the Black and Brave Academy. Yeah, that yes. long-haired guy that uh, you see on Monday night. That's his yeah. school. Um, and his home company. You've got AAW Last Call, LaSalle, Illinois, at the Knights of Columbus this Saturday night. You've got Berwyn Championship Wrestling at the Berwyn Eagles Club this Saturday night. That's where the Axemen will be. You have Zero One and PGP benefit for Chris Cunningham this Sunday with a special 5 p.m. start time, and this has got some great talent on it. Uh, I'm going to let 
Crime Five to talk about this because he knows more about it than I do. My goodness. Now I need to pull this thing up so I can tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> me. I know uh, Jake Landers You need to, you need to warn people ahead of time, Sean. Oh, boy. I did. Jake Lander is going to be in a handicap match against the members of the Low Lives. In fact, uh, this is a sort of rematch from Evolve, but Jordan Perry is going to be teaming with Joey Raleigh. I don't know why it's in a handicap configuration. I'm not real fond of handicap matches. Maybe this should have been a triple threat, but then why would the tag team or tag team title holders at zero one face each other? But anyway... Also, uh, Mike Outlaw will be facing Jake Durden for it is a PGP Cutting Edge Championship match. Outlaw is the champion. Durden uh, won the title shot by beating Brockus. Uh, no, he did not beat Brockus. Um, oh, well, I'll, some shenanigans happened, and he got the match, so I, I can't recall it right now. Anyway, but sorry about that. Mike Outlaw versus Jake Durden for the Cutting Edge title. Um, Jimmy Jacobs will be facing the Chainsaw King, Stephen King, in a feature attraction dream match. Uh, The PGP tag team titles are on the line as Alpha Omega will be facing the duo of Savage Dragon. Um... Then, good great, yeah, Alpha Omega. I just, um, they got more than one tag title to their credit, I believe. Um, oh, I had it on my screen a minute ago. All right, I'll just have to move on. Uh, tag team match KLD, Brockus, and Danny Adams, I guess they're members of No New Friends, will be facing the trio and. These guys, uh, they've had no past history history with each other. They got put together in this, I guess, kind of a, a lottery. I don't know if it was like a lottery type of a thing, but it's Nick Brubaker, Giassi, and Kevin Geiza will be the opposition. And also slated to appear, no match configuration has been Selected, but it's Shake Barzini, the great Cardini, Frank Wyatt, Oliver Kane, Dan Liplock, Cooter Daniels, and there's two other people on the poster that I don't recognize at this moment, but that's the whole, that's everybody. Uh, uh, isn't Harker Dirge going to be there too? Who? Harker Dirge. Ah, he's not on the poster, so I don't okay. know. I, I could have swore somewhere I saw some advertising with him on it, but it could, I could have been wrong. He's he's he slated to come on the show. Um, so that's well, going on. Is. Manders is another. Who's that guy? Manders. What's his first name? Steve uh, Manders. I have a graphic. Manders is on the graphic. Oh, Garvin. Okay, Manders and Garvin were the other two people on the poster. And they are going to be in a match against each other. I don't have their first names. I don't know why. Um, Wyatt, okay, here's the rest of it. Frank Wyatt and Oliver Kane will be wrestling. I don't know who came up with this name. 
the duel known as them. Kind of like <laughs> our arch nemesis known as him. Anyway, it's Shake Barzini and the great Cardinius attacking him. I thought they had a better name than that, but at least I thought they did. So, all right, that is that's everybody. All right, that's, that's going that's on that's, Sunday. And then Sunday is Kaiju Wrestling, Kaiju Attack Wrestling in Aurora, Illinois. Uh, let's see if I can pull this up. I can't. I don't know what time they start. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and get that because uh, because I'm I happen to be in a group that uh, um, he writes on that one. So give give me just a give me just a moment to. Pop that, then I've got some uh, impact news as well. Uh, um, so. That'll be at 4 o'clock p.m. is the start time for that. It's at uh, the Roadhouse right. in Aurora, and tickets are $12. Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Yeah, yeah the two brothers, Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Right, Missouri yeah. Wrestling and, Alliance and. in St. Louis, Missouri at the South Broadway Foot Club on the 8th. Stride Pro Wrestling is in Carterville, Illinois. That's Southern Illinois at 1130 North Division Street. Uh, if you're in the central portion of Missouri, uh, Hyatt, Missouri, at Hyatt, or Haiti. It's Haiti. H-A-Y-T-I. It's got, that's got to be housed for now. Haiti, not Hyatt. American Hostel Championship Wrestling will be at the high school there. So I think that's everything. Is that a new company? That's the first time I've heard of them. Uh, they're based out. They were based in Tennessee, but they're running shows in Missouri now. Okay. Uh, they may have been let around know, longer than that. Let us know that. how that goes, because <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know where they came up with the name. Uh, that's a mouthful and a half. All right, yeah, Steve, go ahead with our impact news. Okay. I'm okay now, so now you now you got now I got to come back and and pull that. Okay. Um, well, it seems that uh, impact is getting into some more um, social media um, things. Um, they are okay. They are uh, they have they have teamed up with Hang Time which is billed as the world's first truly interactive social game show network app. And so every Thursday starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, trivia games will be posted by, hosted by Impact Wrestling personalities, including the current heavyweight champion and survivor contestant Johnny Impact, the voice of Impact and play-by-play announcer Josh Matthews, and other special guests. Now it says the games are fun and quick, and you can team up with friends and other players to collaborate in a private group called Hangs to try and take home the top prize. And it says the goal of the pilot is to deliver an entertaining experience to passionate wrestling fans who will create a uniquely engaged community. Games are free to play, and everyone can win points, which can be redeemed for cash, impact swag, tickets to upcoming shows, and other fun prizes. And then uh, on Wednesdays at 7.30 Eastern, um, more wrestling trivia hosted by Hangtime Frank, um, which is one of their animated hosts. 
Okay. So, That'll be interesting. So that's uh, animated. Yeah, animated. Animated. An, animated and, and, host for what? A cartoon character? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. That's, an AI that's character, right? Um, that's gonna be weird. It'll it'll be and, like Jeopardy so, having the IBM supercomputer all over again. Oh my god. Right. 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 And hang time is <laughs> Not available. Again. Yeah, and hang time is available on uh on the iTunes store and also on Google Play. Awesome. We'll have to look into that. All right. Well, uh that's pretty much gonna do it for us tonight. Yeah. Uh unless there's anything else that uh Needs oh, to be said. let's. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna promote real quick because in uh, one week from Wednesday, uh, right on uh, right back here on uh, ERN with uh, Wrestling Authority Radio, we will have from Ring Warriors, which can be seen every Saturday morning at uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time over WGN America nationwide and worldwide. We will have. A.J. Randazzo, Francisco Chiazzo, the Slambinos will be joining us live on the air. Um, and maybe their oh, manager, we don't know. Hold on. There is there is some news that we've got to cover. Uh, the NWA has partnered with uh, Tried and True Pro Wrestling to bring the NWA's first pop-up event. Coming your way. I don't know what this is, but there's a video and everything. I'll send you the link. Uh, Tried and True Pro Wrestling at the Wilma Rudolph Event Center in Clarksville, Tennessee on Saturday, June 5th. The NWA Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis will be there. Jazz will be in attendance. Willie Mack, Crimson, Jax Dane, and Road Warrior Animal. Cool. Pop up like a pop up window and on your computer while you're browsing the web. That those annoying pop ups you're trying to get rid of. And it will Stop feature that. the first qualifying match of the Crockett Cup Tag Team Tournament. Really? Yes. Hmm. That's a name I hadn't heard drop for quite a while. Yeah. It's good that they're paying homage to him because that man knew good wrestling, and you don't see a lot of good wrestling anymore. So it's good to see that they're keeping that alive because uh, you'd never see that in, in WWE. You'd never see anything named Crockett in WWE. No. Um, so I did want to get to that. If you want the link, I'm going to send it to you. Hold on. To who? Me? The... You and you who? Probably me. Okay. You. you. There we go. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Um. So this is very interesting. I don't know what a NWA pop-up event is. Could this be their first affiliate? It very well could be. It sounds like an NWA affiliate show. All right. So. Okay. What the hell is a Maple Leaf Moose? Steve is gonna hit you. Steve is gonna hit. (laughs) Steve, what's the Maple Leaf Moose? It is apparently the Toronto Maple Leafs mascot. Um, bullshit. Was just on Jimmy Kimmel. 
no, excuse me. No, 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 no. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs mascot is a polar bear named Carlton. Thank you very much. Well, Kibble just had, because uh, because they got. Uh, um, we have we have moose that stand around town and shit like that and do nothing, but we don't have any as a mascot to anything. So <laughs> ah, well, that's fucking false and a farce. That's a well, that's a it's Jimmy Kimmel, so what can you say? Fuck it might Kimmel. be a fucking gimmick thing altogether. All right, I'd like to thank you well, all for joining us tonight. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's ex-husband on right now, and he's Canadian, so is, is, is he I'm, writing it? <laughs> no, writing the writing the big moose. All right, the late no. night talk shows I don't watch anymore because the comedians just. Don't know how to laugh anymore. They're just angry comedy. It, but, which is kind of an oxymoron. Yeah. How can you be oh, having sorry. a laugh anyway. if you're angry as hell? Anyways, it's Rape Clock, and i got to walk the dog. All right, this is Ben. Right. Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil yeah. on the Evolution Radio Network. This is a 2018 Rampage production brought to you by myself, Chaotic Katie, and the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane. Katie... It's 8 o'clock. Tell everybody what time it is and where they need to go. Well, folks, as Sean said and I have said, it is now 8 o'clock. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Good night. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.